Have you ever asked why? We have too, and guess what? It's not wrong. We want to help answer your why. Welcome to CCLV High School Youth Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> What's up everyone? I'm Alec Nider and I'm here with my friend and co-host Sean Corwright. We are bringing you another episode of our uh, High School Youth Podcast. Um, this podcast is where we answer the question, why? And um, if you're new here, I just want to say thank you for joining us. We're, we're so happy that um, you decided to show up and um, give us a listen. Um, we just want to let you know that we are really dedicated to discussing topics um, that relate to a young person's life and answering questions that relate to a young person's life. Um, so if you, uh, if you like what you hear, please um, Give us some more listen and uh, tell your friends. And if you're someone who listens often or has listened to the last couple episodes, I know we're just starting, but um, I just want to thank you for your support and thank you that you're um, listening to everything we're putting out. Um, And I just want to tell you how much it means to us that um, you're sharing this with your friends. Um, That's the biggest thing for us is if you guys can continue to share this um, with the people around you. Just because like we can't get the word out, but you can. So we really feel like God has laid this podcast on our heart. So um, we want to thank you for getting the word out. Yeah, and we want to answer your questions. So any question you guys have, anything that's on your mind that you don't understand, even the deepest questions, send it to youth at cclasvegas.org. That's youth at cclasvegas.org. Yeah, we want to answer your questions. So you don't even have to put your name on it. We won't say your name if you're like embarrassed to share it or anything like that. We just want to know what you guys have questions about so yeah yeah. that's really good we're excited so if you remember with us last week we uh introduced our um our three-part you know series or it's it's a big series but three-part episodes three episodes on the quiet time and um we just kind of want like a recap last week discuss what the quiet time is real quick and then we'll dive into what this episode is about um, so what is the quiet time? You know, what is the quiet time? <laughs> yeah. Last week we um, went through the first part of the quiet time, which is reading your Bible and reading scripture. Why is it important? And then this week we're going to go through prayer, but the quiet time is a mixture of our reading prayer and worship with Jesus usually in the morning. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We talk about the relationship, the desire, the effort. Um, you have to have desire to pursue a relationship, you yeah. know, and, um, it's our time to get to know God. So this is where we develop our own relationship with God. This is what really develops our own relationship with God and what um, keeps us firmly founded um, when we continue on our lives, right? Yeah. So I think one of the, the big verse from last week that I just want to share again is um, 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17 You talked about it. And um, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for, tra- and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete equipped for every good work. And I just think that was, that was a big verse for, for, yeah, the, for, for sure. the episode because um, when we read our Bibles, like we're reading God's words. I think that's so important, right? It's just like, that's everything. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a big verse. So that's just a little, um, a little recap of, of last week's. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go listen to that. Pause this episode, go listen to that first um, and then continue this episode because uh, the word of God is first and it's most important, but this is just as important, right? Yeah, so and we're, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> uh, we're talking about prayer today and prayer is um, something I think everybody knows about yeah. roughly. You know what I mean? Like I've heard a lot of, 
um, younger people say, you know, uh, talking about the quiet time, they talk about like, you know, as long as you pray, like you're doing a good job, you know what I mean? And, and so there's this idea of prayer um, being very sustaining and, and healthy for a, a walk as a Christian, right? And yeah. I think everybody at some point has asked God, help me in something, right? Mm-hmm. I know I did, I have, I do, I will. Um, but that's kind of what we want to talk about today. What is prayer? How do we pray? And um, some questions that I came up with um, about maybe what you could be thinking during prayer. But let's just start off like, what is prayer? And um, yeah, what is prayer? What do you, what do you got for that? I think um, to boil it down to the simplest, it's talking to God. Yeah. And um, prayer, like you said, is something that we've all done. Um, my first experience with Jesus and Christianity at all is, it's a funny story. I don't think I've told anyone this before. When I was like oh, nine years exciting. old, Here you know those commercials? <laughs> I don't know if you kids have these anymore, but those, they used to be like CD commercials and they'd be the worship ones. Okay. It's like buy this 10 track like worship thing. I remember seeing that as a nine-year-old kid, never being to church, and I just said, I'm going to start praying, like, you know, stuff like that. And I would pray for, like, the most ridiculous things and stuff like that. Wasn't saved at all, but, um, yeah, I I would believe pretty much everyone at least has prayed before or, like, cried yeah. out to some God for whatever they believe in. And that's yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah, and um, prayer is kind of like... I don't know if it's a staple in all religions. Like I'm not, I, I don't know that, but I know a lot yeah. of other religions use prayer, right? And yeah. it's it's definitely like a ritual thing. Like I just came back from Israel and in Israel, you know, this big loud speaker goes off. Three times a day. Yeah, yeah. big loud speakers goes off and it's a Muslim um, praying out loud. And at this time, everyone is supposed to get down and pray facing Mecca, yeah. you know, the capital, blah, 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 blah. So it's not something that is just strictly to the Christian religion, everyone has has this idea of prayer, I think, personally. Yeah, for sure. Um, which can, you know, it that's not real prayer because those gods aren't real. You're not praying to anything. You know, I think about the story of Elijah where, um, you know, the, the prophets of this different god were praying to him and crying out and nothing ever happened, yeah. right? So that's kind of that way that works for, for other religions. But but everyone's kind of introduced to some type of prayer and they, they know what that, that kind of means. But I just have a definition that I want to read and this may sound, you know, pretty smart, but it's definitely not my definition. So don't worry about that. Um, fellowship, uh, what is prayer? So it's fellowship with God through Jesus Christ expressed in adoration, thanksgiving, and intercession through which believers draw near to God and learn more of his will for their lives. Mm-hmm. Scripture stresses the vital role of the Holy Spirit in, the, in stimulating and guiding prayer. And I think that, you know, if I think that's one of the best definitions that I've read on prayer, just because I love that um, it kind of lays out three different things, adoration and thanksgiving and yeah. intercession. So you're praying, you're praising God, you're thanking him for what you did. Yeah. And um, you're also <coughs> asking, you know, like interceding, asking for things. And um, it draws us near to God and, and uh, helps us know his will for our life. So I thought that was a really good definition of prayer. Yeah. But, you know, that's almost um, I don't know if you want to go into the Lord's Prayer later, but that's pretty much the model of yeah. the Lord's Prayer as well. Like prayer to God and then intercessor for other people like on yourself. Yeah, that's a really interesting point that you brought that up. So like we're gonna talk about that later. I have that I have that verse written down. Yeah. But it's interesting that um Christ when he was on earth, he never 
taught his disciples, hey, this is how you read the scriptures. Yeah. But he taught them exactly how to pray. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that prayer is more important than scriptures. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that, like, it's really interesting how important prayer was to Jesus that he literally laid it out exactly how to yeah. do it in the scriptures, which we'll talk about. But I thought that was so cool. I think that's really important to remember how important prayer is. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of what prayer is. Um, and here's our question. Here's our big question. You know, the one that we'll probably take the most time on. Why do I need prayer? Why should I pray? Mm -hmm. Why is prayer important? And, then, you know, we'll probably spend the most time on this just because um, this is kind of what we're here for. So why do I need to pray? Um, from a big sense, and the reason I started to pray is, um, first of all, God created you and me and Alec are both married. Um, we spend time with our wives, mm -hmm. you know, we want to know our wives better by spending time with them. If you want to know God better and the person that created you, you're going to spend time with him. Yeah. And there's, there's simple things too. I deal with anxiety a lot and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Scripture tells you to bring all things to God. Don't be anxious about anything. It's literally a sense of being able to pray it takes away that anxiety, takes away that anxiousness, yeah. and like pretty much taking everything off your plate and giving it to God, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what's, what's the reason for you. Um, I also deal with like, um, like anxiety in the way of, um, I just have a, like a mind that races. It goes yeah, different, thousands of different places, you know, and, and it, it's gotten, it's, it's gotten to the point for me where like, there have been times in my life where I've really struggled with where my mind goes. Not, I'm not talking like in a sin standpoint, it's just like, it just really like puts me down, you know, it yeah. gets like, it gets really heavy. And it, it's those moments when I learned to pray the most, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there, we're going to go through like eight different reasons, probably why prayer. But the first one of why I started praying and why I felt that prayer was so important was like, um, who else am I going to go to for the problems in my mind? Yeah. You know, like the pastor can't always help me. Like he can give me scriptures, point me to Jesus. But the pastor can't tell me what and call my mind. He doesn't know everything that's in your mind. No. There's no way you can relay it all to him. No it. way. Yeah. And he can't calm it. You know what I mean? Like God can. God can do so much. You know, I think about that verse in First John where, you know, if we bring anything, any petition, any yes. any request to God, he if it's according to his will, he will do it. And, you know, he can calm my mind. So in times of, of stress, anxiety, and that pressure, I've definitely learn to pray in those moments. I think that's what taught me to pray the most because he was always listening to me. You know, yeah. God's always listening to me. And I think that what you said about it being, um, it being like the relationship. Yeah. If you never talk, you know, you've heard this example so many times, but if you never talk to the person that you love or your parents or, you know, your girlfriend or your wife, you'll never get to know them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's really, you know, it's really important to talk to God. But I think what's hard about that, and this is another question that I kind of want to bounce off of, of you, is it's easy to talk to somebody that can respond to you right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's easy to have a conversation with you. Like, you're my friend. You know, I've known you for a while now. And, like, it's easy to have a conversation. We relate on a lot of things. We have a similar mindset. But you can also just talk right back to me. It's not, yeah. like, silence. So... So how do you pray? Like how, maybe I'm not wording it correctly, but how do you pray knowing that you may not get a response right away? Or do you get a response right away? Like what does that response look like? Yeah. Um, I think that's a big thing with God. And I think you would agree on this. God tries to build faith in people. Um, sometimes prayers for me have been answered immediately. One of the stories, the first job I ever got was at Tropical Smoothie. I wouldn't recommend it to any people. <laughs> it was a night shift job. It was terrible. But... I was looking for a job for about three months 
and going to all these places. I was in a Bible study, and they, does anyone have any prayer, they would ask. And I said, I'm trying to get a job. Immediately when we prayed for it, my phone rang. Like, once we said amen, like, phone rang, answered it, and it was like, this is Tropical Smoothie, like, we want you to work here. Oh my so, gosh, dude, super so cool. cool. And there's been multiple things like that where you're gonna get immediate answers to God. But then there's other times where you have to build that faith and it's God making you trust him that, you know, this may not be answered now, but according to his word, if you pray anything according to his will, it's going to be answered. So it's just having that faith and belief that it's going to be answered one day. Yeah, dude, I told you a similar story happened yesterday. So this is crazy, right? Um, I was uh, laying outside. We were, we were at a pool. We were laying, I was laying outside and I was just thinking about finances. And that's the worst. That's, <laughs> if there's anything uh, more stressful in life, I don't know what it is because finances are so stressful. You know what I mean? And um, you know, I was just praying. I was like, God, you know, there there's things that have come up this this um, this month, and you know, maybe some people out there definitely connect with this. Like, we're all going through a hard time right yeah. now, and you know, maybe your parents' job isn't for sure. Maybe your parents lost their jobs. You know, and. Um, for me, you know, I haven't lost my job. I'm still working great, but there's been expenses that have come up that I wasn't, you know, ready for. You know what I mean? And yeah. things have gone up. So I was just praying. I was like, God, I need your help. Like, I can't afford all of this. You know, all this stuff that's going on. Literally five minutes later, someone texted me and was like, hey, can you, me, I know, <laughs> can you meet me at the church? And at first I thought I was in trouble because that's yeah. like, that's my first go-to. What did I do wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. But so I meet this guy at the church and he, and he just blessed me and my wife with some money. And it was like, perfect. Exactly what we needed. And for me, that was God saying, hey, like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm always going to take care of yeah. you. I'm always going to be there. And that immediate answer was amazing. But that's not how it always has been. I've prayed for things for years and not gotten the answer right away. But like you said, it's developed that faith of like, and this happened, you know, yesterday. It was like, okay, my faith is the fact that like, hey, God is going to take care of me no matter what. And this is real. You know, this, uh, these aren't things that just happened to me and Sean because, you know, we're special. This happens to everybody. If you pray, God will answer you no matter yeah. what. You know what I mean? And um, but he'll develop that faith in you, which is so important. Yeah. And we talked about this a little bit last week. I talked about um journaling things you don't understand another thing i like to do is journal prayers yes um i love going through a journal i had when i was 18 years old and seeing prayers i put down and then being like oh my gosh that was answered and i didn't even realize how long i've been praying for this mm -hmm. or i'm still praying for this one or i stopped praying for this one i need to get back to praying for this one so i think it's really important to understand like I think we miss the, the faith of God, you know? Yeah. Like he's continually working, but we just forget that he answered this. And we have short minds, and we learned that reading the Bible, that humans have very short minds. For real. They forget the goodness of God day by day. They do. We do. I do, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's kind of, you know, let, um, keep on the question, why, why prayer? Why do I need prayer? Because, you know, okay, maybe, maybe I'm out there, and, you know, I'm a high schooler who... Um, you know, I, I got it all together, bro. You know what I mean? I don't have anxiety. I don't stress about anything. You know, yeah. life is great. I'm chilling. Why do I need to talk to God? Like, why prayer? Why do I need to talk to God? Because, cool, you know, you deal with anxiety, and Alex deals with anxiety, and he needs God for that. Um, you deal with financial issues. Alex deals with financial issues. Okay, cool. I don't. Why do I still need prayer? What's the, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to pray when you're in the bottom, when yeah. you're it's always easier to come to God when you're struggling and going through stuff. One thing is you will be at that point some point. <laughs> like yeah. everyone has the valleys, you know, they're yeah. not always going to be on the mountaintops. But the main reason is 
like it or not, your mind is a sponge, you know? And if you don't pray, if you don't read your scriptures and you tell yourself, I want to know God more, I want to be Christ-like, maybe you're dealing with an addiction or, you know, you deal with pornography or anything like that, that people who are younger usually deal with. If you're not praying and reading, your mind is going to soak up other things. For sure. Like if you're just watching TV all day, if you're just listening to music, that's not Christian, all that stuff. It's going to soak up and you're not going to get God's word. So I think one of the main things with with praying is just getting God's mind. Yeah. Like his presence. Come over Setting your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Yeah, yeah. you can't do that without prayer. No, you can't do that without prayer. I think another thing too, like that's so powerful. And, and um, in that definition that I read, I think another thing that we miss, and you just talked about this, which is, which is really cool, is that we miss the Thanksgiving part. Right. Yes. You know, that verse in Philippians that you quoted earlier, bring everything with supplication and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right. And we forget to be thankful to God. I say this all the time. The Israelites in the Old Testament, you know, God punished them a lot. You know, they, they got punished pretty hard, you know, yes. scattered throughout the world. You can't live in your homeland. You're going to be taken away captive, slaves, blah, 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 blah. And the reason was not just because of their unrighteousness. Yes. But it all came from them not remembering and being thankful yes. for what God did in their lives. Because if you remember and if you're thankful for all that God has blessed you with, it will cause you to live a certain way, yeah. won't it? You know what I mean? That's why the prophet, if you read any of the prophets um, in the Old Testament, they start with remember the God who brought you out of Egypt. Yeah. You know, So it's that remembering what God did for you is a big part of Thanksgiving. For sure. yeah. yeah, totally. And that's why I love the um, the journal idea because, you know, I, I would um, write down prayers. I took a time to write down prayers and I forgot about the journal for a while and I came back to yeah. it and I started crossing things off. And I was like, I've never so been good. thankful for this. Yeah, I've never actually thanked God for all he did in my life. And I've, I'm crossing off every single one that he answered but I didn't even notice. And so often we're like, God doesn't answer my question, my, my prayers, but I think that he does answer and we just forget a lot of yeah. the time, you know, or we don't even see it. And I think that journal idea was such a good idea because for me, being able to cross those out was like, the cross is, I have to thank God for this. I can't go without thanking God for this. You know what I mean? Because he has done so much for me. Who am I to, um, to not thank him? You know, the Bible says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. You know, I see how good he is in my life. I'm going to be like, all right, God, you know, my life is yours. I'm not going to fill it with things yeah. of, of this world. I'm going, to, I'm going to focus on you, which I think, you know, I think it's powerful for us. Um, you know, we can, have, we can go on with stories about what God has, has done in our lives. But, you know, I think that it's easy to say why we should do something. Um, it's harder to say it's hard to say you should do something. It's easier to say, you know, I want to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that um, testimonies are a great way of showing God's faithfulness in someone's life and saying, hey, this can happen in your life. So let's just take a minute. Um, you know, we've shared a couple stories already, but what's a, a big prayer story where you prayed for something and God answered you? I don't know. In any way, you know, share before. Yeah, um, a lot of it's faith, like just from... Um taking big steps. Like I had the same thing. Um, I took a big step to take a job here at the church and I had a check come in the mail for $450, which is exactly how much I needed for something. And it was from, I think something with a clothing store, they put my card number on the receipt, like something I had no idea about. Like I never like appeased it or anything, Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden this check came in the mail, like, Hey, sorry, we did this and we have to give you this money. 
those stuff like that. <laughs> That's so cool. It's like what? Yeah. And another thing is like you talk about the journal. I went through my youth pastor when I was growing up. Um, never dated anyone, never kissed anyone, never did any of that stuff and got married at 23. Well, I wrote my journal, I want to be like that. Like, God, let me first girlfriend, first kiss, first everything, and let it be at 23. Wow. I totally forgot about that. And I got married at 23. And oh first kiss, God. first married, all this stuff. That's so cool. So <laughs> I didn't even know I prayed for that, but it was in there. And then I come back, you know, seven years later, and it's exactly answered as I put in the, the journal. So wow, dude. God's just crazy like that. He loves to do that type of stuff. That's so cool, dude. That's so cool. I think um, for me, you know, the one of the biggest um, the biggest prayer answer for me was also my wife, you know, for yeah. sure. Like I can't I can't deny that. That was you know, nor do I want to. That was one of the biggest things for me because I remember praying to God, I had a different story, you know, I wasn't, um, that she wasn't the first girl for me. And I remember praying to God, I don't want to date another girl because I had gone through pain and relationships that I didn't want to deal with ever again. I remember praying to God, the next girl that I date, I want it to be the one I married. And I can't pick out the one you want me to marry, God. And I think it's a big thing that we don't, we, we should talk about after this is like, how do we know what the will of God is, you know? Yeah. And for me, it was asking what the will of God is. I can't pick out the girl for me, God. I need you to help me. And, you know, a month later, he brings Ari into my life. It makes it perfectly clear. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is the one for you. You know what I mean? That was definitely the biggest one. But let's answer that question real quick before we we dive into um, the next question. Um, How do we know what the will of God is? Yeah, and I think it goes, the the great thing about the quiet time is it goes hand in hand. Everything goes hand in hand. We know the will of God from Scripture. And just as Scripture says, you know, if you pray God's will, it shall be answered. Yeah. How do we know God's will? You read scripture. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's so important that we went through that first. You knowing the word is going to make your prayer life even better because you're going to be praying according to God's will. And that's really what's going to see like a flourishing prayer life. For sure. 100%. 100%. 100% agree with that. Yeah. And I also think on top of that, you know, when you ask God, give me your desires for my life, That's you know huge. what I mean? Like, um, I don't want to desire my things. I want to desire what you want for me. Cause, cause in the Psalms, it talks about, you know, um, God is saying, I will, I will bring your desires, you know, to truth. I'll make them come to pass. But the only way that can happen is if my desires are his desires. So I think another thing that like, um, you know, as you're reading and as you're, as you're praying is praying, God, make my desires what you want. Yeah, I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I want to do what you want. And um, I think it's a hard thing, especially with the, the next decision of going to college, because it's so easy to be like, okay, that looks really good. That looks really good. I need to do this. I need to make this money. I need to get this career. Um, but is that God's will for your life? And I think yeah, praying, God, give me the desires that you want for me is really important in that, especially in that, in that world, yeah. in that, the next biggest decision you're going to have in the next year, for sure, next four years, whatever, however old you are in high school, is where are you going to go? What are you going to do next? And that needs to be, you know, just soaked in prayer. It was terrifying for me. So if it's terrifying for you guys, don't feel bad. It was <laughs> miserable for me. Worst yeah. decision ever. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a great decision. I made the right decision because God guided me, but I was... It's a scary decision. Scary decision. Yeah. So, um... Let's um let's do this. Let's we kind of answered this already, but um just quickly, does God even hear me? How do I know God can hear me? How do I know God hears me? Um, we kind of talked about it, but just quick, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's those um if you pray according to God's will. There's a scripture I want to read. This is um when I think prayer, I think of the scripture. It's in Second Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen. It says, "If my people are called by my name, will humble humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways." 
then I will hear them from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. So I think that kind of answers if we do these things, God's going to hear us from heaven. And I think a lot of people are afraid to pray because they feel like they have to follow some order or have a specific way to pray, or I have to pray this way or that type of thing. And all that stuff is good to a certain extent, but really what it is, God's going to hear people from a broken heart. And if you're being honest with God, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're coming to God, no matter how you pray and you're honest about what you're saying and you're honestly trying to seek him, he's going to hear you from heaven for sure. hundred percent. I love that. I think, you know, the Bible's full of promises. And one of the promises is if you pray anything according to his will, he will hear you. Yeah. And I think, you know, you just, you just read that verse and that, that, that just, you know, everything we're saying is the same thing, you know, and, um, he promises it. And I can't, I can't tell you how he will answer because he answers in different ways. You know, I can't tell you, what it's going to look like, but I can promise you that if you're praying and seeking his will for your life, he will hear you. He will answer you and um, he will take care of you. I think I think I always go back to the verse, you know, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. Jesus said that, those words. And if he's never going to leave us or forsake us, um, he's going to take care of us. And another verse on top of that, um, Jesus is talking. He said, if you earthly fathers uh, give your child bread when he's hungry, how much more will your yeah. father in heaven take care of your needs? You know, and uh, he goes on to say, you know, ask and you shall receive um, and I will give you the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? So God promises that he will answer us. And, you know, I think we just need to be um, to be consistent in praying yeah. that our will, what we want is what God wants. You know, may we do the will of God. I think that's really important. Um, so let's dive into, um, Matthew chapter six, yes. um, Matthew chapter six is, um, how, where Jesus taught his disciples, um, how to pray, uh, kind of starting in verse nine. Um, you know, he goes right before this and he talks about, um, he talks about not praying in front of people, um, not, not. In, in the way of not trying to get approval, you know what I mean? Not trying to be like, oh, look, there's the prayer warrior. You know, yeah. it's not for other people. It's for your relationship with God. He says, go into the quiet place, yeah. you know, and that's why we call it the quiet time because it's your time with God. You're not doing it to get praise from people. Um, you're doing it to have communion with God. So, yeah. um, you know, he says, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Uh, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Let's um, let's kind of talk about this. Let's discuss this. And we're not here to teach, but we are here to to talk about what this means. So we're going to do that. (laughs) Um, This is our, we're trying to answer the question, how do I pray? Because it's really easy to say, hey, you should need to pray. But what does that even mean? Yeah. And Jesus gives us a very clear definition of that. So let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about the first verse. How, our Father in heaven, how will be your name? What does that even mean? Yeah. Um, definitely not in the language I understand. So help me out, Sean. Yeah. So I, we talked about this at the beginning, how so, like the major religions have some form of prayer. But the thing that makes, other than that our God is real, is the intimacy of our Father. Yeah. You know? I just picture Jesus saying this with the Pharisees around and all that, and then being shocked that, you know, you call God father, you know, it's such a personal intimate thing that they didn't experience back in the old Testament. So for me, and this is one of the main reasons to pray too, like God wants that intimacy for sure. And this, this first verse, our father, hallowed be your name is pretty much, you already have that connection, you know, like you don't have to have a fear of going to God. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. I love that, Father, because you're right. It so is an intimacy. It, and that's everything about this because you're not praying to some, um, you know, he's our master, but not some over-domineering master that's going, you know, control. You know, yeah, and like wipe you <laughs> out and send you. If you pray the wrong thing, he's going to destroy you. But he wants that intimacy. Like, hey, I am your father. I do love you. This is more than just um, you follow my commands. You do what I say. It's like. Hey, I, I love you. I want to take care of you. And listen, if you don't know what it's like to have a father in your life, um, you know, I think it's really easy for us to picture our father with God because, it, you know, those those things connect, you know, father, yeah. father. And for those who has a great dad, you know, that's easy, like, to say, okay, God loves me. He's going to take care of me. For those of you who don't have a great dad or don't have a dad in your life, I just want to encourage you, um, don't look at this like, like your 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 earthly dad because you know your father in heaven takes care of your needs wants to bless you yeah. and I think that intimacy is right so when we pray we're supposed to say father and we're not supposed to in a command way but because we're allowed to like that's the cool yeah. thing that we're allowed to come to God in that you know thank you you are my father you take care of me type of thing so yeah hundred percent your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it, as, as it is in heaven. We just talked about this. So, so explain that, which is really cool. Yeah, it's it's the order for one. Um, it's your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's praying for God's activity on this earth. But it's also, it's almost, I, I don't know, we may differ in this, so I'd like to hear your opinion on it too, but it's like the order, you know? Mm -hmm. It's seeing that he's our father and that's who we're praying to, but we pray for his will to be done first yep. before we pray for other people or for before we pray for ourselves is praying for his kingdom and giving God the glory and honor first thing before we go into prayer about anything else. Yeah, I agree 100% actually. And I think that, you know, beginning with your will be done, you know, whatever you're going to pray for next, you know, that's what that is, yeah. right? You, we want your will of God to be done. I may pray that you take care of my needs, but if your will God is not to take care of this specific need right now, then that's your will. You know what I mean? I'm surrendering what I want to him. And that may be hard for people to understand. It's like, you know, how do I pray for God's will? First of all, God knows better. Uh, God knows everything. And he was working everything out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So I agree with you. There is an order. And the first yeah. order, no matter what you pray for, whether you're praying for someone else, whether you're praying for yourself, whether you're praying for your dog, whatever it is, um, it, God's will needs to be done first. And I think we need to come to a place of, of acceptance and understanding that we want God's will to be done first. That desire needs to happen. So yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Give us this day our daily bread, um, you know, praying for our needs, right? So so what, what is that? What do you see in that? Yeah, it's praying for our needs, but I love how he puts our daily bread and not my daily bread. Yeah. So it's that idea of, yes, God bless me. Like, let me have food on the table. Like, let me be okay like it's not bad to pray for needs that you have but it's also understanding pray for other people's needs yeah you may be sitting here like alex said why do i need to pray i have everything you know i'm good my parents are good you know we have money all this stuff but you know someone who doesn't have that daily bread so this is a part for me where pray for those people pray for those needs of those people yeah that's so good that's so powerful i agree 100 it's like um it's not about us all the time and yeah. sometimes prayer can be all about us but when we start praying for other people god blesses our prayers even more which is such a cool thing to see and definitely something that we all can get better at verse 12 says forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors mm -hmm. um 
He actually goes into the next verse and says, uh, if you do not forgive, uh, not the next verse, but the ver- um, I think verse 14. Yeah. And says, um, you know, if you want to read it, do you have it pulled up real quick? Yeah. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. You know, look at that, right? Yeah. Like, like God is saying, hey, you need to ask for forgiveness and you also need to forgive the people around you. Forgiveness is, is really important. I think, like you said earlier, the order in this is really interesting we shouldn't all we should always come to God asking for forgiveness because there's yes. no way we spent no we didn't sin in the last you know however long it was between we prayed we definitely sinned somewhere right me and Alex have sinned during this podcast <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah so um we always need to be asking for forgiveness because like I think that just shows how much we take it seriously what do you think yeah and I think um we say God always hears us, but one of the things that could hinder your prayer is if you come to God and ask him for forgiveness, but you haven't forgiven someone in your life, a friend for something he did yeah. or something like that, you know, God's, you have to forgive other people for your, you expect God to forgive you. hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that another thing that can hinder your prayers is if you have unfor- unrepented yes. sin in your life, right? Like God's always ready to forgive, but we need to repent of our sins and turn away. If you're living in a life of sin continually, like you mess up and you keep choosing to mess up and you're never trying and making that willful decision to turn away from your sins, how is yeah. God going to hear your prayers? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, repentance is not just forgiving, it's turning around. Yeah. So I think a lot of times we think it's just saying, oh, I'm sorry, God. But yeah. it's saying I'm sorry and turning away from the thing that you sinned from originally. 100%. And that's such a big part of prayer is mm-hmm. is is being in a place where we have repented from our sins. Yeah, huge. So I think it's really interesting, you know, that God said, or Jesus says this, it's like, hey, you know, you need to ask for for forgiveness every day because most likely you sinned. <laughs> um, verse 13, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's such a powerful verse. I don't have it pulled up here. I believe it's um, Ephesians 6.10 is the armor of God verses. Okay. Um, That's what I think of when I think of this. That's something I pray for every day is praying for that protection, you know, that I'm not, we don't know what's going to happen when we leave the house. We really don't. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, your normal day is probably going to be the same, but there's going to be things that happen during the day that you're not prepared for and Mm -hmm. temptations that may come up. Like Satan's always ready, you know, and he's always going to have something there for you. So I think it's just, asking God to protect you, to go before you, to have that armor on, to trust your faith, trust the word, and just trust God. Yeah, 100%. I, and I, I want to point out that this verse isn't saying that God does lead us into temptation and yeah. we have to ask him not to, because that's not true. Um, but it is saying, like, temptation's all around us, right? And the only one that can lead us away from it, the only one who can keep us afloat in those times of, of temptation is, is Jesus. Yeah. You know, so... Um, praying for that is really important and delivering us from evil, you know, because, you know, temptations can come all the time. There could be temptations in life that come and it's like, you know, it can happen every day. It does happen every day. So praying that God keeps us away from temptation, I think is so important. That we need to really need to. The spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. It's the idea of, you know, oh, I'm, a lot of times we think we're strong enough to stay away from maybe like addictions or troubles we have in life. But honestly, without prayer and reading, like you stand no chance. For sure, 100%. And then he gives, you know, he gives honor and praise to God. You know, your kingdom, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And just mm. honestly just praising God. You know, and this is not, we don't have to say these words exactly every time yeah. to pray. Because it's not a ritual, right? It's not like you have to say this, blah, 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 blah. But I think that the um, what we've seen here is so important of asking for his will to be done 
um, praying that um, not just ours, but other people's needs are taken care of, um, forgiving others, asking for forgiveness for ourselves, and praying that we do not or we're not led into temptation and being thankful for what God has done. Like those are those are the things that we see in this that we can apply to our life, and that's how we pray, right? Hundred yeah. percent. So, um, I hope we answered the question: Why is prayer important? Why do we need to pray? Do you have any last thoughts? I think same thing as last week. Um, don't wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Take opportunity. Even don't feel like you have to pray a long time. Like nobody starts at three hours and I don't think for sure like most people don't have no I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> just take five minutes like wherever you are and yeah. just you know pray for needs in your life pray for needs and people around you your family your friends people that aren't saved like God hears those prayers and people are saved from prayers before mm-hmm. I truly believe someone doesn't just get saved a lot of times it's somebody praying for them and years and years of prayer yep. that leads to that. Everyone has a grandma or something that's been praying for their kid. Yeah, my parents prayed for me, and that's how I got saved. So <laughs> yeah, it's like continually knocking at the door, and yeah. Jesus saying, "If you knock, I will answer." Yeah. So we just have to continually knock at the door for those people you who are dealing with things or aren't saved. Yeah, and I would just encourage not to be discouraged if you feel like God isn't answering because He does hear you. Make sure there's no unrepentant sin in your life. Continue yeah. to pray and um, continue to believe that God is listening to you because he promises in his scripture more than one place that it, that he is listening to you, that he hears you, that he will answer you. So um, my encouragement would just be like, hey, God loves you. He's going to answer you. Just keep keep pursuing him. Keep praying. And, you know, your relationship with God will deepen. And in like the, the definition that I, that I read earlier, um, it, it helps us to draw near to God and help yeah. us to learn more about His will for our lives. So just continue to seek God, and He will He will bless you. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in um, to this episode about prayer. Um, we are going to have a lot of fun next week talking about worship, but I had a lot of fun talking about um, prayer this time, and I know God is um, going to bless your prayer life. May He just um, encourage you and strengthen you in your time of prayer. May you um, deepen your relationship with Him. Um, Thank you, Sean, as always, for being on as as the co-host of this show. And um, stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be releasing every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in. Um, Turn our uh, notifications on so you can hear, you can get that notification when we're we're releasing. So, love everybody. Hope you're having a good day. Um, Remember to email your questions to youth yes. at cclasvegas.org, youth at cclasvegas.org. We will answer your questions if you send them to us. We can't answer questions that we don't have. So yeah. send those <laughs> to us. We would love to answer your questions. Love everybody. Hope awesome. you have a great day. Love you guys.